Yeah, it's an interesting topic for sure. I think all of us have known someone or ourselves where we've gotten a tick or found a tick, uh, surprisingly, on our skin. And whether it's walking or embedded, we're going to talk a little bit about what that may mean. But nearly all states um, in the United States have Lyme disease uh, or have that deer tick. It used to be that it was just Connecticut, north uh, eastern United States, and now we know really it can be anywhere in the United States. The location is not necessarily, uh, there's nowhere that's necessarily safe. Uh, we know that it's predominantly in the northeast and the upper Midwest, Ray, but uh, you certainly can uh, uh, come up with that deer tick uh, anywhere in the United States. Lyme disease is the most common vector-borne disease. What does that mean? Disease transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, or fleas. It is the most common. And I can tell you in my own practice uh, that uh, we occasionally will order a Lyme titer or a blood test, and I have had folks who have struggled um, certainly with this disease. So certainly in our practice, we have seen it as well. So this is the time of the year. We know that they are active between really April and November. So as we talk about the fall hiking spree, we know that what we call leaf litter or a lot of debris on the ground can be an area where they tend to cluster. Tall grass, uh, certainly, um, are areas that you want to be very, very careful with. And lots of things you can do to be proactive against attempting to get uh, or prevent that tick bite. With us is Dr. Debbie Plate, Cleveland Clinic, Acro General. So let's get into that a little bit. When we talk about the tick bite, sometimes we won't even know it. But let's talk about the effects of this tick bite and what could lead to Lyme disease. Well, it's interesting, Ray. Sometimes you'll find a tick walking on the skin mm. uh, and not embedded in the skin. And so certainly you want to remove that quickly. They talk about not taking the tick and rubbing it between your fingers. You want to really use a cloth, Kleenex, something to remove it if it's walking on the skin. If it's embedded in the skin, timing can be critical. I have so many patients that have come in and said, gee, I don't know how long it was there. And so certainly uh, there is a great technique in wanting to try to properly remove that tick, and that's using your clean tweezers and really pulling up steadily uh, with even pressure not to twist, turn, or jerk uh, the tweezers to remove that. So you really want to do that steady and lifting up. And if there are pieces that break off, you want to make sure you remove those pieces. So timing is critical. Um, certainly we know that if we're within 24 to 36, 72 hours, that that can be a big concern. And we have prophylactic treatment, meaning treatment that we might use very quickly if, in fact, someone calls in and says they have been bitten uh, by a tick. Uh, so it's not uncommon to use the one-time dose uh, that can be prevention, if so. We know that symptoms rate can certainly be, can run the gamut with this uh, tick bite. Some of the most common ones can be fatigue uh, and joint pain. So joint pain is certainly a big one. There's also a very distinctive rash that occurs with Lyme disease, and we call it uh, the bullseye, which it means it looks like a target. If you were looking at what a target might look like with several rings, this bullseye or erythema migrans, the fancy name for this rash, is very significant. And that's when we know that we may be in trouble with regards to symptoms. We know that if you have had a tick bite and the tick's been embedded for a period of more than 24 to 36 hours, that typically we may be looking at full treatment, which can be anywhere from two to four weeks, as there are different phases 
of this whole process and of a myriad of symptoms that can occur. But certainly joint pain is one of them, joint inflammation, Lyme arthritis, and typically the knees can be affected. And so that really can be a big concern. There are some neuro- neurologic symptoms. Some folks can actually get what looks like a Bell's palsy uh, from this, where you have a, a facial palsy where one side is uh, looking different than the other. We can actually have um, difficulty thinking clearly if, in fact, this is something that we're battling over a period of six months. I've had some folks that have really had some long-term sequelae as a result of the tick being embedded and not realizing it, um, and then treatment was delayed. The good news is treatment certainly can help manage this uh, to where uh, one can definitely get through this uh, no matter when they seem to find this. But it can be very difficult to cope with this uh uh, the disease that occurs as a result of the tick bite. Debbie, let's talk about recovery from these tick bites. You talk about all the problems. I was even reading somewhere where I've read where people have lost their voice for a long period of time and they trace it back to the tick bite. But talk about recovery period. And so recovery can be long, uh, sometimes even six to 12 months with lingering symptoms. So that can really be a challenge. Again, fever, headache, fatigue, uh, joint pain. Uh, I've even had patients, Ray, that had their heart impacted. The electricity of the heart was impacted on this. So uh, it's so important to get a hold of a care provider. If you find a tick, uh, if you can keep the tick and have us take a look at it, the deer tick has some red on the back of it. It's got a black shield with some uh, red coloring, so really important to attempt to identify that deer tick. Uh, we are quick to jump to at least a preventive one-time dose if, in fact, uh, you know that you've had a tick bite and you know that it's just been within the last perhaps 12 to 24 hours. If it's been longer, we may be looking at at least uh, four to or two to four uh, weeks, uh, certainly, uh, for sure. So, so important to be communicating uh, about these symptoms. Again, as you have said, headache, uh, fever, soreness, numbness, tingling, um, and uh, joint pain, nervous system changes can really be very much a big part of this. So very, very important to be communicating. Uh, and certainly, if you're going to be out, you're going to be hiking because we're so fortunate to have some great places to do so. Uh, repellents with DEET or permethrin, very, very helpful. Light-colored protective clothing, tuck those pant legs into socks, whatever you can do, and do a tick check. I had a patient who had a uh, ball cap on. Everywhere else she was checking um, and was fine, never knew she had a tick bite on her scalp. And that is where we got into trouble with regards to heart and some of the other neurologic symptoms. So we must be vigilant, use a partner, making sure that they are checking. But uh, certainly if you're out and about and love being outdoors, be checking for these ticks because they certainly can cause some big concerns with regard to our health. And, and Dr. Plate, they're little guys, so my, that, that leads me to my follow-up question because oftentimes we'll get some sores or some bites and we'll say, oh, must be a little spider bite or, boy, that's a bad mosquito bite. What does a tick bite look like so that we might be able to identify it? That's a good question. Typically, the tick is um, still embedded uh, within uh, that area of the skin. So uh, that's what we get concerned about. So typically they hang around. And so you're going to see sometimes it's a tiny little black spot uh, that you know perhaps has not been there before. Sometimes they are swollen because they are feeding. And so they can be actually um, uh, a bit swollen, more larger than they should be because they have the blood in them. And so a black spot 
uh, checking some of our skin folds, groins, necks, armpits, looking for areas. And obviously, it's hard for us to be able to look at some of those areas. Very important to have folks helping us if we've been out for a long period of time, making sure that there are none of these tiny little areas. So not so much a bite as it is the actual tick in uh, the skin. And remember that bullseye rash is very important. Your care provider could be asking you about some kind of a circular isolated rash that we would want to know about, which really gives us the clue that you, that you need to be treated and we need to follow you very closely.